The Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So what does the Immaculate Conception teach us? It's all. It's actually good that we praise her, praise Our Lady, for being immaculately conceived. But I think, as a good mother, she also wants to teach us what she herself received and what she herself learned. These ideas here come from, or inspired by a book I read a couple of years ago, "Come, Lord Jesus" by Mother Mary Frances, a nun, a poor Claire nun. A very good writer, too. So she was talking about, to the sisters in the convent, the same question, like, what are we supposed to learn from her? And she focused on dispositions, to have a disposition like Mary. And she focused on three areas. The disposition to be clean, to walk the path, and to be a trusting and loving son or daughter. So the first thing is, what is a disposition? You know, when we say we're disposed towards something, or we're ill-disposed towards something, we're disposed, it's we're, there's, we're inclined towards something. We're, there's something within us that we're, we're ready to receive. Like if someone is very good at languages or learning languages, they're kind of like this disposition to learn languages. And so once they start to learn the language, it comes rather easily to them. They still have to put in the work, but they're disposed to it, especially if they're motivated. And Mary, her basic disposition was to be totally given to another. That was her disposition. We heard it in her final words to the angel. Let it be done to me according to your word. That was immediately like, you could just see the the 
something coming from within this disposition in her heart. Let it be done unto me. I want to be totally yours. So let's look at these three areas. The disposition to be clean. Now Mary was, we could say, pre-cleaned. Like she was cleaned from the womb. She was immaculately conceived. And that means disposed already from her conception towards holiness. Now we look at ourselves. We're none of us, me included, we're not pre-cleaned in the womb, right? We're not immaculately conceived. We are all born with that mark that, I don't even know if mark's the right word. There's something lacking. There's something that's ill-disposed already from the time we're born, even conceived. I want, my sister, Mother Mary Francis says, I want to come with a clean heart because I have been so often cleaned by you. And so even though we weren't pre-cleaned, we've been cleaned many times and we have this disposition to be cleaned once, once again. And she has this beautiful phrase, and if I had to be cleaned several million times, imagine going to confession several million times, and even just every, every day when we lift our hearts in contrition to the Lord, she says this can be transliterated very accurately as saying, I have been loved by God several million times. So we have this disposition to be cleaned because we have a cleaner, a divine forgiver, a savior, a redeemer. The one who immaculately conceived Mary is the one that cleanses us. So that's the first thing we can learn from her. Like from the womb, she was given this gift and she's always there accompanying us to be disposed to receive that gift. So disposed to be clean, disposed to walk the path there is a passage in one of in the breviary and at a certain point it says woe to the path that is not walked on. And so Mother Mary Frances thinks that's a curious phrase like woe to the path that's not walked on like why woe to a path. She says well think about if you've ever been in the woods that's been with marked paths and you've come to a place where you're like wait a minute where did the path go? Because people haven't walked on it. It's hard to see, like, okay, I lost the path. I can't see it anymore. And that's her reflection. He says, woe to the path that hasn't been walked on, the path to salvation. If it hasn't been walked on, it's much harder to follow. It's, it's hard to see. And she points to Mary as the one who has walked that path. And she continually walks it. You can even see her, like, stomping her feet more and more and backtracking and going boat forward and backward again and again and again to say, hey, don't lose the path. It's right here. Follow me. And there's this, I was praying morning prayer this morning, and this third antiphon struck me. Sinless virgin, let us follow joyfully in your footsteps. Draw us after you in the fragrance of your holiness. Now think of that. The, it's not only a mother who's gone before us and we can see the path. You can smell the fragrance. Like, ah, oh, that smells good. Like, I'm going to follow that. I want to follow you. I want to follow you because you're holy and you are following the Lord. So she's encouraging us then to be disposed to walk the path, which is really founded also on being clean and continuing being made clean in God. And that's just like some external thing being made clean. It's really something very deep within our hearts so that we can walk the path with all of our hearts. And then finally, disposed to be a trusting and loving son or daughter. This is really, I think, what Mary is calling us to. 
She is the daughter, daughter Zion. She is the beloved spouse. She is the immaculate one. She is showing us, like, this is what awaits you. Now, she's exalted above all, but still she's showing us in her unique way, as a unique person, named Mary, saying, this, I'm showing you as Mary what we're all called to. We're all called to be sons and daughters of God. So today on this feast day, in the solemnity, let us turn to our Immaculate Mother who loves us, who knows her Son and Savior, who trod the path to market clearly for us, and who wants to help us keep our hearts disposed toward holiness. To let ourselves, that's a key word, to let ourselves be disposed, to utterly be filled with God. And Mother Mary Frances had this phrase too, so that we may be like God, so that we may be all love. Let us rejoice with the Immaculate Mother of God, for it is through her intercession that God has bestowed every spiritual blessing upon us. With heartfelt confidence and divine providence, let us pray for the Church, that all Christians may grow in devotion to the Immaculate Virgin Mary, who faithfully watches over her wayward children. Let us pray to the Lord. For the leaders of all nations, especially in this country, that they may govern their people with justice and genuine discernment and love for the good, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Let us pray for the United States of America, who the Immaculate Conception is patroness, that Our Lady may watch over us and fill us with the spirit of reverence, faith, hope, love, and love for our neighbors, let us pray to the Lord. For those trapped in the downward spiral of sin, that Our Lady may bring them new life and bring them to their their Savior, let us pray to the Lord. For all who have never heard the gospel and do not know the love of Christ, that the prayers of the Blessed Mother may obtain salvation for all, let us pray to the Lord. For all expectant mothers, newborn infants, and young families, that they may grow and flourish today and every day. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, And for the grace to be committed to a culture of life in all that we say and all that we do, let us pray to the Lord. Father, you reveal your eternal goodness through the immaculate conception of your handmaid and our mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. May we come to share in her radiant love and purity through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.